welcome everybody to Lonneke Talks USA, my new show. And I'm going to take you to all the stories and everything that's happening in the USA and in New York City where I live. So let's go. First of all, I want to say that um, I'm very happy with everybody that reached out to me. It's been, uh, we've, I was off the air for a little bit. I needed a break. Um, you might have seen the 100 days that I did uh, in the New York City lockdown. We were together and every day at the same time trying to get through it because it was such a hard time. And uh, you can still see all those days. The last day is a very nice recap of what happened with videos and photos. So I will put it down below um, in the uh, description box. And um, also, hello to everybody watching. I see all your um, comments and questions. I will address them at the end of the video. So um, yeah, share with me how your summer is going and what you've been doing over these weeks. It's nice to let me know and we can talk about it. But why do, am I doing this show? Well, first of all, I think that it's nice to hear the perspective from someone that lives right in the middle of where everything is happening, everything you see in the news. And everybody has an opinion and the media wants you to think a certain way. I noticed that not everything is truthful, so I wanted to sh share with you uh, my story and what I think of everything. And remember, this is my opinion, just like everybody else, all the media outlets, every, it's everybody's opinion. There's no objective news anymore, unfortunately. So what you need to do for me is to watch everything, watch my video, and of course share it with everybody if you want, um, but just look and listen to everybody speaking and then make up your own mind, make up your own opinion on what you hear. Um, it's very important that everybody just thinks of everything and make up their own, own opinion, not something that I'm telling you to think, but just something that you think. Because um, the nice thing about um, that we can all do our own YouTube channel and we can share our own story is really technology is amazing. We don't have to just listen to one TV station telling us what to do. We can all be part of the narrative. We can all influence it. We can all share our stories. So whatever you send to me, I am going to read it. I'm going to go through it and uh, even on Twitter and Instagram and all the other social media. If you send me something, I will look at it and it will also form my opinion. But most important, I think it is to, is to experience yourself. So in the USA, I go out on the streets and I see myself what is going on. So I have made that video of day 100 that already showed what happened during the looting and the riots and everything else going on. But now I'm gonna share in this show um, regularly what is going on. So that was my story about Lonica Talks USA. And you can support me. It, um, I put it down in the description box. And uh, it's just a nice way of you to show your support. But if you already share my videos with people, that is already great. I just noticed that people ask me, uh, how can I support you? So now I finally, after a while, I uh, have put down the links so you can, that's where you can find all the information. And um, I will talk more about everything later on. The, yeah, what's going on? Well, we still have President Trump. Our president is President Trump. And um, yeah, there's a lot going on in the USA, of course. Uh, there's an election coming up, but let's talk first about President Trump. 
Um, I like art, so I this is what I made. I hope you like it. Um, in the future, I will incorporate my own art in the stories that I talk about. I think it's a nice way to uh, give it my own touch. But President Trump has been uh, vilified over the past years. And um, I'm sure that you've heard all the bad stories about him. Because that's what the media mostly focuses on. So I wanted to counterbalance it or balance it out by giving some more good things that he's doing. And um, whatever is going on, he is still sharing and working hard every day um, to do the things that the president needs to do. So what did he do the past days? Well, he signed a few executive orders. He signed something that I think is very important is the Great, Great American Outdoors Act, which is about the nature and that he wants to make sure that the American nature at, and the water and the air stays clean. And I really find that very important because I like the environment and I like nature. So that for me was a very important thing. Another thing that I really find important that I don't see the media talk about is that he's, his um, administration is really uh, focused on eradicating human trafficking. As you might know, uh, sorry, I have an itch in my nose. <laughs> that happens too when it's live. Um, as you might know, you've heard also about the Jeffrey Epstein case and all these other issues. There's a lot of human trafficking going on around the world, also in America, and he wants to eradicate it all over the world, which I think is going to be very hard. Let's just focus first on America. But um, I find that also very important that he's going to focus on that. Again, a lot of things that we see in the news um, and that people that have questions, they sometimes go over the edge and become all conspiracy theories, theorists. I try to make sense of what is out in the open and uh, the things that we can see, things that are maybe not mentioned in the news. Uh, I do listen to every story that's out there. As I said before, it really helps me develop my own opinion. But um, there's so much already out in the open that we don't have to look very far to see what's going on. But yeah, I'm definitely going to talk more about President Trump and everything else. The next, what's going on here in New York City? New York City is suffering and it's maybe not even because of um, the situation, uh, just only coronavirus, but there's a lot of issues with coronavirus as well. As uh, I told you the past 100 days, New York City was one of the most uh, hardest hit regions and the um, the coronavirus is here and we are very focused on making sure that it doesn't um, go bad again because we have finally um, eradicated the, the, the really high numbers. Uh, we're very low numbers of infection. And um, I think the reason why we're doing well right now is that people wear masks. I wear a mask. You see in the picture, that's the mask I wear or I wear this kind of mask, especially when it's hot out. Um, there's a lot of stories back and forth about a mask, if it works, it doesn't work. Um, I, again, made my own uh, decision that I will wear one when I'm in a store and when I'm close to other people in an indoor area. When I'm outdoors, I'll wear a mask that's maybe not as protective, but just because everybody does it. Um, it's just nice that everybody's doing it. And what I think with this whole mask discussion is that a mask 
it will, and I spoke to doctors about it as well, um, it might not uh, prevent the virus from entering your body or you um, expelling the virus 100%, but it will lower the viral load. And what they have found so far is that if you have a high viral load of coronavirus, that you have more chance of getting severely ill. So you wanna lower that viral load. So what I do every day is I wear a mask and I'm very well prepared. I wash my hands, I bring sanitizer, I wipe stuff. And uh, what I noticed is that even though I thought I had coronavirus because everybody else around me had COVID-19, um, I tested negative for antibodies. So I haven't had it. That means that what I did, the masks and the hand sanitizing and everything else is working because everybody around me had it and I didn't. So whatever your opinion is on mask use or not, just don't make it a very political one. I think that there's a lot of politics being played with this virus when it comes to medication and all these other issues. Um, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, but um, certain things, you don't have to be 100% one side of the story or side of the, the political spectrum. Um, I do think that coronavirus is being used. I also think that it's still, it's really a serious virus. The people that get it and don't get adequate help, um, they suffer greatly, sometimes short-term, sometimes long-term. We've heard that your lungs can be damaged forever, your heart, um, kidneys. So it's not something you really want to get. And if you get it, you want it to be as low viral load as possible and you want to be as healthy as possible. So I tell everybody just to take good care of yourself and um, yeah, be well, um, because it's very important that we focus on our health these days. So that's what I've been doing as well. Um, what has happened over the past weeks, as I also spoke about it in my day 100, is that we have had these protests, Black Lives Matter. So we had this protest with Black Lives Matter and um, they suddenly came up. We were about to open New York City and suddenly there were protests. And the double standards of our mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo was apparent from the first moment because people that wanted to go to church were not allowed to gather, people going to a restaurant were not allowed, but when you protest for the right cause, that's what they think, then you're allowed to protest. But not every protest, only Black Lives Matter protests are important. And from the beginning on, I saw that even Governor Cuomo, who I thought did a good job with the COVID, um, just everyday updates, it was a lot of information we got. I think that was great. Um, he, they were all kind of inciting this, like, yeah, I understand why you want to go out. They would go protest because of George Floyd, of this murder that happened in some other part in America. And we, every day that passes, we hear more information about the situation, but it felt like it was suddenly a way to start a protest. And what we, I think the media doesn't show is that, yes, there were protests with people with signs, people with t-shirts, and they were on one side of New York City. And then another side in Soho and in up, uh, uptown in Fifth Avenue and Madison Avenue, there were other areas where these people started looting and rioting. And I know for a fact that it's true and that these people were not part of the protest because I was there. So I saw it happen and it was quite scary. I told you, I tell you more about it in the previous video. So I would really um, encourage you to watch it, day 100. But you didn't see it in the media. 
And they now talk about mostly peaceful protests. I don't understand why these mostly peaceful protests have not condemned the riots and looting. Why didn't certain politicians not condemn the riots and looting? Mayor de Blasio was very close to the looting when it happened, but he decided to go to the peaceful protest that was in Union Square. And then two minutes drive, he could have come to Soho to see the looting and he didn't. So why it was very much, I felt it was very much political from the beginning. Um, so these protests, I feel, were all planned. The way I saw the people move into this area, all was planned. It was not just some people that were upset about this murder and Black Lives Matter. No, I felt like there was a group that was helping young kids to loot. And then also some criminals that stole the loot from these young kids trying to get like a new Chanel bag or um, Balenciaga shoes. And this happened for a few days in a row. And the uh, police I spoke to, they were very upset because they have plans for this and they were not allowed to um, implement them. They wanted to close off Soho and everything. And it uh, was not allowed by the people in charge. So from that moment on, I knew that this was a plan to maybe demoralize the police and the NYPD, which worked because I saw this, um, these, these officers really being upset. And the funny or funny thing is, I don't think people realize how diverse the NYPD is, the New York police. It is, um, they're, they're the, like the most diverse group of people. Um, a lot of black people, a lot of Hispanic. It's so nice that women, it's like everything is in there. So. And they have done really well over the past years. So um, it's unfair that they are not supported to help out with, um, with protecting New York City. And that's what a lot of people feel, that New York City wasn't protected fully. So what is now going to happen with New York City? What is the situation right now? We'll tell you. Um, today, Governor Cuomo, begged the wealthy New Yorkers that went away, that went to their second homes or fled the city to please come back. Because if they are not in the city, they account for over 50% of the tax revenue. So if they don't have their, um, their, their primary residence in New York City, that means they have to pay their taxes somewhere else. That means that New York City is not getting any taxes and they need taxes to do better. They have a shortage already. Um, they're asking the government for money, but President Trump, um, he's like states that have made wrong decisions, they should deal with it themselves. And I wish New York would get money, but I totally understand if the federal government is not going to give money to New York City because of the failed policies and the people that have made these big mistakes and this double standard and this unfair justice. And um, it is, I think what is important, what I'm going to talk to you about more in this uh, coming weeks and months before the elections is the, the, just the real, the real situation. So what else in New York City? We don't have those, it's quiet right now. We have many people out of the city. We don't know if they're going to come back. A lot of people have said, I'm going to move to, my, uh, to Miami or I'm moving to Texas. Um, they feel kind of left um, alone and not supported while these riots happen. So they feel like they don't have the support of the city and the NYPD couldn't help them. So they feel like, what am I doing here? I need to go somewhere where I can protect myself. Um, 
So that is what's happening with the residents. So a lot of people are unsure what to do. We don't know when the, sh the schools are going to open. Um, we don't know about jobs and um, when people are going to go to work again. So this is all in the coming weeks and months. We'll, you know, in a few weeks, we'll have the, the eviction um, stop. They were not allowed to evict anybody. It's going to end, I think, August 20th, as I remember. But many people are not sure what to do. So we don't know what's going to happen with everything. It's just some people are very optimistic. They're like, within six months, we're back to normal. But I cannot. I'm, I'm positive, but I cannot say one way or another. I don't know. Um, I drive around a lot at night to see what the city looks like. And I have to say it's pretty clean and pretty okay in lower Manhattan, um, the west side, some of the east side. It's just that it becomes more problematic in areas like um, East Village, Thompson Square Park, where the, the homeless are gathering. There's a lot of drug use. We also see on 6th Avenue at night, they really put um, down couches and they made like a whole outside living room and uh, it looks a little bit like San Francisco and LA so that is not good because New York City was always very proud that the city looked great and it wasn't San Francisco and not LA but now it's turning into that you see a little more homeless people you see a little more uh, people that behave erratically so it's it's sad this is definitely not good but in the other way I'm also surprised that it's pretty in certain areas, pretty clean, pretty okay. I saw that the robberies on gun, at gunpoint are increasing uptown. Um, also, so Tribeca, the first precinct, they have over, I believe, 100-something percent more um, robberies and uh, crime. A different crime than before. Before, we had a lot of tourists here, but there are no tourists here right now. Um, so, it's more the local people that are being robbed. And um, yeah, so the crime has definitely gone up everywhere. There's more murders being committed. Even a young child, a little black boy, was killed when he was hanging out with his parents on the sidewalk. Um, definitely more people have died since Black Lives Matter protests started than um, before even what they say police brutality against black people. So everything, you need to look at everything in perspective. This I don't think this was, these protests are not... Uh, constructive and when you look what the whole story is there's much more uh, behind this movement it was very well prepared I believe and people are kind of forced to take sides a lot of people want to don't want to be involved but then the Black Lives Matter people say if you're quiet you are part of the problem so they feel like they're being pushed into something they don't want to have anything to do with but you're not allowed to have no opinion anymore and stay out of it you have to have an opinion and uh, I think we should respect people that want to stay out of it as well. But you also see people that felt forced to be part of it and post black squares and everything. But this is a whole discussion, separate discussion. It's part of America. Um, I do see that there's not as many protests, if any, right now. Uh, they probably are small before they were bigger, but they kind of, it's just a small group that is fanatic and uh, keeps doing it. The, we're going to have checkpoints in New York City as well. Today was announced, so bridges and tunnels, people that come from outer state, they are going to now be checked and told to be going in 14 days of quarantine. That's what the Blasio said today. So 
a lot is happening on that front too, New York City. Um, so far, the numbers are pretty low. Um, no flu even, no coronavirus. Uh, people are taking... People are nice to each other, most local people. Um, many people already went through it. They already had it. So there is... Uh, a big group of people that are going towards herd immunity, like certain communities. It's interesting to see. But I'm not an expert on this virus at all. I'm just here to tell you what I see, how I experience it. And that's what I'm going to do the coming week. So I hope you join me and subscribe and like. And I'm going to go on to the next thing. Because we talked about these protests that they're not the same as the looters and the rioters that were separate. And they don't condemn it that it happens, which I think is bad. The politicians don't condemn it, which I think is bad. Um, but you also see an, um, another group of Americans that are rising up and they're being positive and they're like, we're all Americans. We need to get through this because from inside they're trying to ruin this country. It's not another country that is attacking America. It's kind of within America. So it's nice to see that that is also happening. But in three months' time, we have the USA elections. And the um, candidate of the Democrats is Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is um, also kind of a controversial person. Um, he has... Um, um, a there's a lot coming out the coming uh, weeks and months, I think, still with this whole... Um, Russia gates and, and, and impeachment scam and everything, the Obama gate, as they call it, where they um, investigated the presidential campaign of Trump and they used fake dossiers. Actually, today, uh, there was a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing and Sally Yates, who was a deputy attorney general of the United States at the time uh, of Obama, she was testifying and it was a very interesting hearing. Um, it felt a little bit like she wasn't... She was afraid to say something wrong, which I would understand if you're under oath. But it's interesting to watch all these hearings. You hear what really went on and more and more is coming out every day. It's uh, going to be a very interesting election. President Trump loves to have his rallies, but he stopped them because of COVID-19. Um, because whatever is happening, he wants to be president for four more years. He has uh, worked on a few, he has had a lot of successes so far. He wants to continue that. And he has a force on the ground that is going door by door now to um, get people to vote. And Joe Biden, I don't know, you know, this is my opinion, but he's been kind of inside his basement and at home and he hasn't really gone anywhere. And when he goes somewhere, it's only four people or something. It's kind of like Hillary Clinton all over again. So I do notice, probably because people are scared of COVID-19, that even President Trump's rallies, there's less people there. But it I don't think there's a change in support when it comes to online and uh, the ground support. Because when I drove upstate, for instance, I saw a lot of um, um, flags and I, American flags and I saw uh, Trump supporters I spoke to a few people so I think that that hasn't changed it's just what we see on TV the big huge um, get togethers they're not going to they're not as big as and, and, and they're probably not going to happen before the elections I think um, so I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with these elections I'm going to share that with you along the way but so far, 
President Trump is doing his live press conferences again regarding COVID-19. You know, everything that he says that could be explained negative way, the media is still going to do that. But I'm here for you to talk about what my opinion is and what is also going on at the same time, the things that the media doesn't show you. And then I'm going to look at the comments in a little bit. But one thing I want to say is the gloves are off. I think we will hear much more about all these investigations. Durham is still investigating the whole uh, Obama gate. So the crossfire hurricane, it was called. It was a way to um, investigate the presidential campaign of Trump. If there was any connection to Russia, they found nothing. So they found no connection to Russia or the Russia being involved. Uh, but the procedure and everything that happened was a way kind of it undermined President Trump. It didn't work. Even impeachment didn't work, but it was still done. And now they're trying to find out who was behind it, who instigated it. More will come out for coming weeks. Um, these are not conspiracy theories. This is just facts. These are documents that show certain people said certain things that um, um, I'm going to go deeper into this in another video. I think if you really read into it, it's very interesting material, but um, I hope that you're just as excited as me that that finally things that used to be always swept under the rug that are now out in the open for us to see. President Trump, other things that President Trump has done is, for instance, we now know there are UFOs. They exist. And um, he, of course, started the Space Force. But I feel, I don't know how you feel, but that there's a lot of um, things that were uncovered uh, Things that were covered are being uncovered. We can now see it, we can read it, and we can form our own opinion on it. Um, but even one thing that is a problem that people use to their advantage and that um, some people have made it into an art form is that people tend to forget things that happened. And we are here for the people to not to forget and to keep pointing at facts and to bring the truth out, to bring justice. It's me, it's you, it's everybody. If we share stories with each other and keep the real stories going, um, that's what people hope, that it's being buried in history, that nobody talks about it anymore. But I think that the truth should always be talked about. That's my whole life since I was a little kid. I probably think that kids that are uh, from my school they will remember me as always that girl that was always like, you know, um, yeah, focused on the, the finding the truth and working hard and being a nice student. And that's still in me and I'm here to do that. So my thought is to do research. Don't just believe one person, just read up yourself. And even if the whole world thinks something else, it's okay. I've always been an outsider. It's okay if you're an outsider. But together with everybody, we can make it a really nice nice time and a nice story. And um, we can share our thoughts. So let's see some of your comments. Uh, I have a new camera. Yes, I did some investment. And um, if people support me on my Amazon wish list, I put some things that I want to uh, buy at some point. Or if someone else wants to, they can do it. Um, the thing is that with COVID-19, everybody was... Um, is, is spending more money on average things and we're 
not as focused as we were on work, but I'm trying to be back on work. And the more I'm being supported to do this, the more I can do it. So that's how it works. And the nice thing is you don't have to just, like I said before, um, listen to one TV station that feeds you all everything. You can now decide I want to support this person and I like that person. That's how it works these days. I think it's great. I should use less light. Your skin looks white as paper. That's a good one. And I will do that for next video. I was thinking I would look too dark, but now I look too white, but that's okay. Don't make Corona political. I agree, Rudy. Hi, Mark and everybody else that I see. It's so nice to see you. I see that the Los Angeles Police Department is very diverse. 50% um, Hispanic. Interesting. The people that looted, they looked to, were in good shape, but and they looked healthy with good, nice clothes. But they, um, they also, they are, um, they were looking for just nice Chanel bags. It wasn't groceries that they were looking. You're right. But also, I want to say that I felt like other people told these kids to loot. So don't totally blame these kids because they don't have their parents to tell them not to do it. And also a lot of them were minors. Um, they are now about to get a criminal record, which I don't think is good. It's not good for this black communities because there were a lot of black kids that were doing this. Uh, unfortunately, that's what I saw. But I think that um, the don't make it again political and like such a big thing. What I saw is that um, people were other, you know, instigating violence and, and uh, damaging property. And then when they damaged first, these kids went into loot and they thought it was a fun day. And I don't think young kids don't really realize what the um, long-term effects are of their behavior. Uh, so I was really sad overall. I wasn't mad. I was just sad that the government and the, the mayor didn't tell the, didn't let the police do their job and all these, it, it was just a really big yeah, I didn't like it. Um, yes, I see one question about the doing it in English and Dutch. I have a lot of English followers. I also have a lot of Dutch followers. My next video is going to be in Dutch. And I'm going to share with you exactly the 10 things that the media in the Netherlands doesn't show you. It's going to be a very interesting video. So, um, Kees, I think that you are going to like that one. Uh, thank you, Hank. I got my first donation. I really love the support. Anybody that does that, um, I'm going to let you know. It's great. Uh, I see one question about the, the Dutch REIVM, which is the CDC, the Dutch CDC being paid by Pharma. Don't know exactly the details. I do know that Everything, follow the money, always follow the money. It's interesting um, to see who gets paid by who. Um, how is the sentiment in the streets regarding the elections? What do you think? Um, I personally think that there have been, before Trump supporters were not open to talk about it, especially in this area, because they felt... They can't, they can't talk about it. There will be a lot of aggression against them. Uh, and I think it's only increased. So more people are silent, not telling them what to do. There's, I think, a silent majority. 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's even a bigger victory, but the other side is doing everything, everything to undermine this, uh, to, uh, the elections. And we hear about mail-in voting and um, it could also be that uh, Joe Biden wins because of that, which would be surprising because he's only been in his basement. So I'm going to tell you exactly how that goes. I just, what I notice in the streets is that people that used to be voting Democrat when this happens and the, the looting happened, they were like, I'm voting Democrat all the way. I mean, Republican all the way. I cannot deal with this anymore. So um, surprising because I was kind of always standoffish and not talking about it. They flipped. They totally now told me everything is um, that they hate that the police couldn't do anything. Uh, the funny thing is, uh, Hank, you asked me about, do you think the election will be accepted by any side if it's a close call? Funny that Hillary Clinton was talking to President Trump in 2016 about that she didn't think he would accept the election. Well, who didn't accept the election of 2016? It's Hillary Clinton. She never accepted it, and the Democratic Party never accepted it. You hear all these people saying, not my president. Well... When Obama was president, people accepted that he was the president. Now it's President Trump. You just accept that's the president. If you don't like it, you don't have to live in America. If you don't like living here, some people have moved. You can do that. It's You're free to go. But um, I think the whole America stands or falls with accepting um, the president, first of all, and also the elections. And if they are, it's such a big country that I think that if... Um, it's very hard to control this, um, you know, you cannot kind of control everybody just, uh, voting. And I think that, um, do I think, except it's a good question. Um, I don't know. We have to see. Maybe if I have more answers to that, I will let you know. The Bible is evidence of extraterrestrial life. Yeah, I already knew. I'm. The, I don't know how you feel, but the more you know, don't you feel more powerful? Like I know what they're doing. I see through it. People. Some people. Um, I saw a very interesting video of this Dutch rapper called Lange Frans, which translates to Tall Friends, um, and he said something to his followers that realized that. You know, they have found the truth or they found out that certain things were told is not true. And they really, the first reaction is like anger and like upset and like, I need to do something about it. I'm so, they cannot control themselves anymore. And he's like, stay calm. I have also worked on this for 12 years. I'm still here. And I look at it like if you have knowledge more than other people, it's a power. You know what's going on. And if you stay calm, the more you can get... Uh, done to change it if you want to change it but they want you to be upset because then they can say oh you're crazy so what I always tell people is I always try to be the balancing um, uh, middle like making sense of it all and telling people to calm down and if they have a subject they're interested in do research yourself and um, it's, it's just about if you follow the law for me the law is the read like the the guideline in life so when we all follow the law as our guideline um and you see people not following the law it becomes very powerful if you're like i'm following the law and you're not 
um, it's, it's a, it's, it gives you power. It makes you feel power. If you let it happen to you, it can give you calmness. It can make you upset. It can make you calm. It's what you decide to do with this information. Asylum. Yes, Hank, you're right. That's also what I uh, saw, that other people are involved to instigate something and put, like, for instance, with this looting happened, they put bricks here, they put stuff here on the streets to break in. So it's easy for other people to get it and use it. You saw it also on a bridge in Brooklyn Bridge that the police were attacked with, um, I don't even know what it was. It was like um, something to hit people. They just put it in the front of the bridge. And yeah, it's just, um, thank God it's all on tape, but it's definitely true that a certain group just likes everybody to um, get upset and use violence. And then if they can help a little bit, that's great, but I don't uh, agree with it. I don't think that people, uh, I think it's really bad. So what I think, Hank, what I think is good now that is happening is President Trump is out in the open every day. He's doing his press conferences. The more there's transparency, the more we can make up our minds. So I also tell everybody, film everything, take pictures. Um, they used to always make a narrative and use their own video. It's the same with George Floyd. They use certain video to have a certain narrative. But if you look in the whole story and the whole, now they just released the body cam, um, there is different opinions that you can have on it. And um, it's very important that when you see something happen, just film it, take pictures. It's evidence. And... Um, the more you film also what you're doing, they can never tell you that you did something else. It also can work in your benefit as well. Um, make masks free so we can tell the sheep. Yeah, this is a personal opinion. I like masks when I go into an area with other people that are coughing. I think um, if I see people coughing with a mask or without a mask, I definitely feel safer when someone else wears a mask when they're coughing. Um, so I like masks. I also wore a mask even before COVID started, uh, especially on the plane where there's a lot of uh, viruses going around. It's very dry air. And people would always call me crazy, but now they don't call me crazy anymore. So um, yeah, the... I see a lot... Oh yeah, that's also something I want to say. If Do you think that if... Uh, if people are, they're, they're censoring a lot, right? They even censor President Trump. But what are they afraid of? Because if you know that you're speaking the truth, you don't care if other people lie about stuff. You let them talk and like, oh, whatever, you know, the truth is on my side. So why do you censor people? I don't understand why you would want to censor people. But it actually makes people more curious why things are being censored. And I think it will give videos that are censored more... Uh, attention and more people will see it in the end because other people will frank frantically share it with other people. So I think it's everything they're doing, the same with all these protests, same with, with censoring videos, because that's also something I will talk about in the future, the cancel culture and the censorship, uh, which President Trump is also doing things, um, he's working on that as well, is that it is working um, the opposite direction. It is not helping them at all, I think. So 
it used to maybe years ago, it used to work, but now it doesn't work. People see it. People are smart. Most people are very smart. They see things happening. Um, yes, I see a lot of people worried about the vaccine and about the uh, hydroxychloroquine. If you watch all my videos, you've seen my opinion a little bit on it. I'm think I'm I'm for free choice. Um, I do not judge people on taking something or not. Um, people have their own reasons why they want to do something. I think it should be an informed decision. That's why whatever I do every day, I'm really trying to um, stay informed and read up on it before I make a decision whether I take a new medication or if I'm um, traveling or if I need to make a decision on who to vote for, whatever is happening, I try to do my research before I do something. And um, I think that's where the, the power lies, that you decide for yourself. So I don't like it when they're forcing people to do things. Um, I think most people are smart. And I think society themselves, if someone now is coughing in your face or in an environment, people will tell you, hey, can you back off or can you go somewhere else? Um, yeah, I think government should be there as just the basic needs for people, but not to tell them exactly how to live their lives. And, uh, and America is a country where we're supposed to be, the, it's a land of the free and the American dream. And I'm living my American dream here. And uh, I really like America still because I like the American people, the people, especially the real Americans um, that carry, they're so proud of their country, that, that um, take care of their families, that take care of the communities. It's, um, if something goes bad in their life, they're not going to blame someone else. They're going to pick up the pieces and start their life over, even if it's if they're 50 or 60 years old, I like that mentality. So that's my day today. That's my uh, live stream today. And um, yes, I hope you subscribe, like, share this story with everybody. So more people come and join this, this um, discussion. In the future, I will have more, hopefully, um, t uh, talks with people that are interesting that I want you to hear. I'm going to do English videos. I'm gonna do Dutch videos. So you can share either the Dutch one with your Dutch friends and the English one with the English friends or just whatever you wanna do. I thought it was important to share my opinion on things. Um, I hope you like it too. And I will see you later. Bye guys.